Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical lead or a practice manager and your primary care network to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to deliver some of your projects and network-based services, I would absolutely love to help you. So come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hi and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in today's solo episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about how I manage my professional development. And I wanted to share this with you because I believe and I believe that you believe that in order to deliver your role to the best of your ability, we need to invest in our professional development and industry developments and insights and policies. I think in the field of healthcare, there is just so much to learn. There are so many questions that come up daily and it, it can be quite intense. There's so many emails to read. There's so many policies coming out. Sometimes we're asked to provide feedback and feed that up to NHS England and to other professional bodies. So we need to, as much as we can, alongside doing the day job and as alongside our personal lives, try our best to keep up. So I thought I would share with you my approach in the hope that it would be helpful, but also please reach out and let me know how you do this. Um, I'm up for learning. I am not the expert in this. I am just sharing with you my approach. And my approach falls into five main categories. Okay, so I'm overcomplicating it, but listen and see what you think. So the first thing um, I wanted to share with you is that I am an audio learner and love listening to audiobooks and I love listening to podcasts. And I spend my time exploring two core areas. One is the principles and foundations on how to build a business. And then the other side is healthcare industry insights. So at the moment, I am exploring and reading a lot around that kind of entrepreneurial mindset, building positive habits, productivity, and just how to get the most from my day so I can be the most effective person I can be in my working hours. So I like to um, fill my mind with that sort of content. And I don't know if I should share this, but I will do. I'm also, I want to improve my speaking. I want to improve my voice on the podcast. I say, um, a lot, you know, (laughs) you know, it's those little things I want to get rid of. I want to enhance my speaking. So I'm investing a lot of time in reading and listening and learning tools and techniques 
to make this podcast a more pleasurable listening experience. And also when I'm delivering presentations and even just when I'm in a meeting, I think I could improve my communication, my delivery and presentation skills. So that is something I am investing in. I also love a business book. And recently, Wayne Middleton, who is the CEO of Luto, at the time of recording, he's coming onto the podcast. He recommended the book, Sell It Like Sirhan. If any of you have watched Million Dollar Listing, Ryan Sirhan is one of the real estate agents on that. And I love the book. I love it when the author reads the book. He brings so much personality. It's really a fun and informative and like practical listen around selling and the world of real estate. And although I work in healthcare, I love listening and learning from other industries and then pulling those principles into my own business and the healthcare sector. And then from that book, I went on to read The Sell by Frederick Eklund, who is also on Million Dollar Listing. And he He shares his insights on the industry and what it takes to be successful. So I've read those books in the last uh, couple of weeks. And now I am currently reading The 48 Laws of Power. This was recommended to me by one of my current clients at the time of recording, Dr. Fasana Hussein. Fasana has been on the podcast a few times. She has been on episode 40, uh, sharing her lessons learned from managing coronavirus and also episode 36, where she kind of introduces her role and her take on the primary care network and the role of the clinical director. She's also been on a few other times, but um, I think those are great introductions to her. She's amazing. And at the time of recording, she is the current GP of the year. So when she says to me, Tara, read this book, I'm going to read it. So the book is The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Green, And this book shares with you his Robert's take on the role of power, how to use it, how to abuse it, how to play to it, how to observe it. It's really, really fascinating. And I think for me, I straddle two worlds. That is one that I'm a business owner. And then also, I work in a highly political landscape. I work within the NHS. There are lots of professional bodies. There are lots of people. And some of my clients become quite long-term clients and I feel very much part of the team and have to and operate as a, you know, as a long-term team member. So there's lots of politics, there's lots of power dynamics that I have to navigate myself through. And I believe that this book will help me to do that. But one of the things I really wanted to share with you is the concept of critiquing the author. So when I did my MBA, you have to perform critical analysis. You have to look through um, lots of literature and critique it. And I used to really struggle in the early days because I used to think, who am I to critique sometimes these uh, world-renowned authors and researchers? And my tutors would always say, you know, you you have got the right to. Everybody writes with their lens and their filter based on their experiences or their interpretation of what they are reading. So the 48 Laws of Power is a really insightful book, which will, I believe, will require you to critique the author. Some of the principles in this book I don't agree with, and I'm entitled to not agree with them. But they're really thought provoking. Some of them feel a little bit dated, 
But then as I keep reading, as I keep reflecting, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, like I can see, I can see where this is going. Um, you don't have to take everything at face value and agree with it. And I think it's really important to critique the author, critique the source. What I say is my truth, is my beliefs at the time of recording, at the time that I am compiling my thoughts. It doesn't mean I'll be attached to them forever. And when I share my insights, you you should critique them. They are my lens and you will hear them and apply any principles or any lessons learned or reject them through your lens. It's really, really important. So you 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 receive conflicting advice and it is your job to critique the source, take what you find interesting and reject, which you you know, which you think absolutely no, I do not agree with that, and just reflect. And it's also helpful to discuss you know, you get book clubs coming up and I talk a lot with my friend Lisa Woodruff and I will also talk to Fasana about this book on her thoughts on some of the principles. Um, it is a really, really good read. So that is me filling my mind and helping me understand the world of business. And then from an industry perspective, I am listening to healthcare podcasts. My main go-to is my friend, and colleague at the moment, Ben Gowland. He hosts the General Practice Podcast. It is a very informational podcast and he does an amazing job of sharing his insights on primary care networks, the specifications coming out, how to utilise new roles, the vision, the mission, the fundamentals of what it takes to build a primary care network. And he brings on lots of guests that contribute to the to that space and to that topic it's really really helpful and when I come across people that don't listen to the general practice podcast I think how you should be listening to it comes out I think on a Monday and he also has a newsletter which is really helpful and his company is called Ockham Healthcare I also listen sometimes to the King's Fund I also listen to the Harvard Business Review I sometimes listen to the pharmacist diaries. I'd say those are my main ones, but sometimes ones crop up in my feed or particular topics interest me and I will listen to them. Um, I'm an early bird and I typically listen to those in the morning whilst I'm doing out for a run or a walk or walking the dog or when I'm in the gym. So I'll listen to them and any insights where I'm like, oh, I really like that. Um, I'll just make a note in my notes section on my phone um, so I can capture the learning. It's hard to retain everything and I don't like to sit down whilst I'm listening to a podcast. I like to be on the move, but they I don't want to miss the learning. It's easy to consume so much information and not do anything with it and forget about it. So I like to keep notes of particular insights which really struck a, strike a chord with me. And I will also make a note of the podcast so I can go back and listen to it. Sometimes, and I was talking to my husband about this, if I like something or find something interesting, I will listen to it over and over and over and over again you know like it's it's weird (laughs) like I just um I just like to listen to it and I even do this with programs I don't I don't know if any of you have come across I think it's on BBC iPlayer it is a four-part documentary series 
are called Manctopia and it is following some developers that are developing property in Manchester because I think in the next five years their population in the city centre is set to double. And again, whilst that is about property, I look at everything from a business lens and seeing, I think one of the stars of the show is a developer called Tim, seeing how he presents himself, how he articulates what he's doing, how he's planning, I find really interesting and I've watched those um, episodes multiple times. It's a little bit of a weird fact about me. So to sum up that kind of first point, I like to listen I'll make notes in my phone to capture particular insights in the episode and trying to educate myself and apply those principles of how to build a business and also develop my understanding of the sector that I work within, which is healthcare. And I will also listen to content outside of healthcare because I can I can apply the principles. The principles of business are pretty universal, so I'm constantly looking and trying to find a diverse pool of people to learn from. The second thing, which is a daily activity. So the first one is a daily activity, typically that happens in the morning. The second thing that I will do on a daily basis is I'm part of lots of WhatsApp groups that are industry specific, primary care network specific for me. In here, people share and they're really generous with their time and the information that they share around what is happening in the space, any documents. I love it when people summarise the documents and they provide their insights around them. And I'm just soaking that up. I'm not particularly active in those groups, but as, as in I'm not always sharing in that particular forum. But if I've got a question, people are really generous. And that is that is a fundamental for me to be part of those WhatsApp groups and be soaking up what people think about the desk specification, their modifications, how they're managing flu, how they're managing some of the healthcare tech, e-consult. The question that I've just been exploring this morning is, should we leave e-consult open 24 hours? And people are providing their um, take on that. So that is really, really helpful for me. That is on the pulse of primary care if the policy comes out, that's the first place I will look. It's hot off the press in there. Okay, the third thing I will do is every other Friday is, I call it's like, some people call it a CEO day. It's a day I work on my business and on developing my expertise versus, you know, in the trenches and doing it. You're obviously, you're always learning while you're in it, but I create... We use the term uh, PLT, protected learning time in primary care. And within my own business, I create my own protected learning time, which is every other Friday. I will to the best of, I will always be some time. I try to have five hours of protected time. It's not always that much because sometimes I'll slot in a client call. But every other Friday, without fail, I will dedicate some time to develop my expertise in the field of healthcare, typically looking at past webinars. The NHS Confederation has got a massive and huge suite of resources that I will go back and listen to and make notes. So I won't just watch it, I will make notes. I used to make notes in my pad. Even if I had a contents page in my pad, I would lose I couldn't find certain things. So, for example, I was trying to look at some, I was trying to find some notes on polarity theory the other day. I know that I had written loads of notes on that topic. Can I find it? I cannot. I've got got so many um, 
completed notebooks. I couldn't find it. So now I use OneNote so I can, it's easier to find the topics I have been researching. And in OneNote, you can create lots of pages and categories. So it's quite a nice tool. It's like, you know, like an electronic notepad, which is better than Microsoft Word. Um, So yeah, I'm looking at webinars. I also have a subscription to the Institute of Healthcare Management. So they've got some webinars, they've got some resources. I'm also part of the Time for Care faculty. They have um, a section called Blackboard. Again, they've got loads of resources in there. So that's kind of like I'm in the class, in my own mini classroom. And I am thinking about my week, thinking about what topics do I need to develop my understanding? What are people currently talking about? um, And where do I need to enhance my understanding of certain things? So I make time for that, have my own protected learning time on a Friday. And I know that I'm really lucky to be able to do that. I know some of you are going to be listening to you thinking, Tara, you're not busy enough, or I would love to be able to do that. But I'm in my, you know, I've got a clinical role and I don't have time to to block that time out. But for me, I think it's necessary in order for me to provide value for money for my clients. I need to know my stuff and I, I enjoy it. It's my job. So the other thing I will do is I'll use Asana to store information that comes out on a daily basis. So Asana is an online project management and task management tool. I've done a video on how I use Asana and within that we have got a section called the THC Learning Hub and I will share the link to that video in the show notes. In So it's called the THC Learning Zone, not Learning Hub. So in that, I'm just looking at it now. We have got sections on project management, a personal assistant, executive assistant, leadership and management, understanding primary care, developing a project, marketing and social media. So here is where we, this is our repository of professional development. So when we get links to certain things, things where I'm like, I really like that. And I think it's not just of value to myself, but of value to the team, we will store it in our sauna. So it's easily to find when we want to go back to it. And then on a day to day basis, so I'm subscribed to a few newsletters, I get Occam Healthcare, I get Healthcare Leader, I get a few others. I don't want them clogging up my email. So I will send that email to my day, my weekly Asana to-do list. And I have a section that says professional development. So I, when that comes in, I take a quick glance to see if there's anything that, you know, that's hot off the press that I need to know. And then I send it to Asana and then I will look at that later. I might look at it on my, my, my PLT time or I might look at it like over a lunch break um, just to see what is going on. But I, I don't want that sort of information clogging up my day-to-day email, but I don't want to forget about it. So I'm also subscribed to the NHS Confederation newsletter. So again, I'll send it there and then I will catch up on those industry insights at a later time. And then going back to note taking, um, I also wanted to add how I use social media. So I think it's quite common, you know, if you write it, you retain the information. If you write it or type it, you retain the information. And I believe sharing this information helps you to develop a deeper understanding of the information and the content. So sometimes I will provide highlights of the conversation, highlights of the webinar, highlights of the blog, highlights of the podcast. And I will share that on social media as well. Just like how people do on WhatsApp, I really value it. I tend to do that on social media. 
not all the time, don't get me wrong, um, but sometimes I do it and I enjoy doing it. I also produce podcasts like this to share my learning and we have got a repository of 180 blogs again to share my learning and my industry insights. I don't blog as much because I'm running out of time and I prefer to do the podcast but um, I go back to those blogs. They're like my, it's like a bit of a diary of what I'm learning in that moment in time and I do go back to them and I do practice what I preach. So that is my take to managing and developing my professional development. I hope this is helpful. If you guys do anything different, and I'm sure that you will. I'm sure you've got some productivity hacks on how to retain this information, how to share it. Um, please let me know. I'm always, always looking, looking for a productivity hack. Any resources that you think I should be reading, please point my way and Yep, I hope that it's helpful. And if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you guys gave me an iTunes rating and review. Subscribe to the show and share this on social media. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you like what you hear, it would be great if you could give us a shout out on social media. You can find me on Twitter at THC Primary Care, on Instagram again at THC Primary Care or on LinkedIn. Just look for Tara Humphrey. And if you really like it, it would be great if you left us an iTunes five star rating and review. And I will see you in the next episode.